0: Listening to the best of the Armstrong and Getty Show. Featuring our podcast, One More Thing. Get more info at armstrongandgetty.com. Before we get to Star Trek, which is what I called it until I was like 20 years old.
1: Uh, Star Trek. You remember, I uh, developed a a standard as a young man that I would just reject the companionship, the friendship, or any notion of respect of anybody who said Star Trek or pronounced Chess (laughs) chest <laughs> now the second one was as a kid uh, but yeah Star Trek is it's a one strike your out scenario
0: <laughs> I wanted to get this on came across this the other day from uh, some history page on Facebook misfit history listen to this married couples in medieval Germany married couples could legally settle their disputes by fighting a martial duel to even the field, the man had to fight from inside a hole with one arm tied behind his back. The woman was free to move and was armed with a sack filled with rocks. How, wow. How big of a hole am I in here? Yeah, how deep? I'm I trying mean, to handicap in this. It like knee-high, waist in, in this picture, he's up to his butt, his waist Okay, with one huh. arm tied behind his back, and she's got a sack of rocks. Wow. And what's he
1: armed with? Just his fist? I guess, yeah. You got to you got a hooker ankle, right? Sean yanked that leg out from under. What what do you call that in the MMA? Uh, it's a it's a heel hook or no heel
2: yeah. hook is like a submission thing. That that's just more of just kind of a trip. Your traditional it's judo single trip. leg yeah. takedown. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: or being in a lot of pillow fights recently with my son with the God, some of those Tempur pillows will make you dizzy. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> you got a duck. They swing, it goes by. Then you grab it when they don't have any momentum. So, you have to do that with her with the sack of rocks. It misses you, you you, you grab it.
2: Take advantage of when the momentum or the the,
1: the balance is off. Yeah. 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 And then then what? You punch your wife in the head, and then she (laughs) says, You're right, honey, you win. (laughs) And then happily ever after. Well, what's the
0: reverse? She beats you down with a sack of rocks,
1: (laughs) and you say, You're right, honey. Okay, fine. And happily ever after. We'll put drapes up. It's (laughs) fine. Tell you what, ancient uh, Germany was
0: no place for wussies. Okay, well, go to your sisters. Jeez. <laughs> Do you have to hit quit, me in the head with a quit, sack of
1: rocks? Quit hitting me in the head with a sack of rocks. We'll, we'll, we can go to your
2: parents. We'll keep the throw pillows. I don't care that they're only decorative. It's fine. It's fine. Yes.
0: Yes. <laughs> Anywho, back to this honored day. It is William Shatner's birthday. He is 90 years old. He was, uh, the star of Star Trek for three seasons in the sixties, but that's, that's right. Just three. That's wow. Show lives on. Like no other show. Is is there anything else that had such a, a little initial fanfare, but has lived so long? I don't know. Maybe Batman. Maybe the original Batman. I think yeah, I think Batman was way more successful at the time. Anyway, um William Shatner went on to uh become, you know, kind of a cult kitschy pop figure and then he was on Boston Law. Boston Legal. Boston, Legal. Boston Legal. Yeah. Legal. And he won Emmys on that, right? So
2: I enjoyed that show. I thought there was a good writing on it. It was him and James Spader, I think, were the two yeah. main main people. Yeah. So he's had a long career. He was on T.J. Hooker, too. Oh, that's oh, yeah. right. T.J. Hooker. That's right.
0: And then a whole bunch of Star Trek remakes, movies, and whatnot. Which were quite good. Yeah. Most of them. Um, so we've got this clip from years ago. I believe this
2: to be a, a, a voice recording session. I don't know if it was for a scripted thing or maybe a sponsorship, but uh, we, we, got, we got Shatner uh, being attempted to get coached up by somebody who's, who's wanting him to deliver a message in a specific way.
0: Okay, here we go.
3: This is William Shatner, and I would like to invite you to take a journey with me into the 21st century. So take the next few minutes and listen very closely. You'll be amazed at what you hear. Okay. Um, can there be a little more uh, excitement in the beginning? <laughs> ah. I love it. <laughs> okay, all right. It sounded like really laid, you know, really super laid back. Well, uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm saying, uh, okay, I'll, I'll try and do that. Let's <laughs> do <two>, take two. <laughs> This is William Shatner, and I would like to invite you to take a journey with me into the 21st century. So take the next few minutes and listen very closely. Um. Well, uh, speak up. Uh. Uh, and and maybe you better do it do it the way you hear it. Tell, do it for me. No, I mean, just uh, okay. go ahead. Uh, this is William Shatner, and I would like to invite you to take a journey with me into the 21st century.
2: So take the next few minutes and listen very closely. You'll be amazed
3: at what you hear. Is that the way you'd like me to do it? Okay, I'll do it that way. Okay, ready. This is William Shatner, and I would like to invite you to take a journey with me into the 21st century. So take the next few minutes and listen very closely. You'll be amazed at what you hear. Okay, so is, did, I think that came pretty close. I'm sorry, are you making fun of me? Uh, no, I'm doing... Uh, I, I, just testing. No, no, I, was, I believe that you asked that was about the way you did it. I wasn't jesting.
2: Okay, I, I, I'm sorry, I don't know.
3: Maybe. No, no, I, I, I insist. Now, <laughs> what I want you to do is on pay... Is that satisfactory to you? Uh, well, I know, maybe I should have just kept my mouth shut I mean, No, because if your mouth were open, you'd have popped some pills in them So, do the next paragraph for what? me so I can get an idea of how you want it This is uh, page two Well, I, I don't
2: know, I, I really don't want to Because I think you actually have a better, much better
3: feeling. No, I don't think I do I would like to hear you read the second paragraph <laughs> so, I can, so I can do it that way Wow uh, Let me hear you no, know, I really, you know, now that i looked at the different things you did, I really like the first one. But... No, I like it better the way you did it. Ah. I insist that you show me how to do page two. Oh, geez. Uh, really, I mean it. Please, read play, uh, so I can get an idea of what you want. Ah. No, no, I'm going to do it the way you, you think it should go. No, I am going to do it the way you're reading it. Okay? I know you're here to see that I do it the way the company wants it, so I'm going to do it the way you read it but you're telling me how you want me to do it well I'm sorry no 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 I am going to do it your way Jeez. no there's no apology necessary you you know what you want you know what you want
0: no I don't. I mean,
3: I, well, I mean you come in here and you don't know what you want
0: well I come in here because I know you're a professional I mean and,
2: and you know how to do it and I'm sorry I even
3: not no I am going to do it the way you want every paragraph And you'll send it back to town, and you'll see whether, you know, I hope it will please everybody else. As long as I'm pleasing you, that's all that matters. Mr. Sheldon, would you please, you know, I don't feel right about doing that. Well, no, you felt you wanted something done on the first paragraph. I'm trying to do what you want. Okay, let's lay down the second paragraph.
0: And that's where it ends. Wow. Wow. He was wow. not going to let up on that dude. Just relax, William.
1: No, I disagree. I thought that was brilliant. Well, I think that, he made that. His... was a guy who never stopped smiling. He never resulted he never resorted to invective or obscenity or personal insult, but he hey, made his had the pill his pop point. In
0: you don't, yeah, yeah oh, there was this, that. There was that. You don't think he'd made his point at some, at some era? Okay. So now we understand how this uh, relationship works. And he could have <laughs> just gone. <on> with it. <laughs> I don't, I'm not sure the relationship can continue. Oh, well, it wasn't going to by the end. No. Yeah. yeah. Oh boy.
1: That's fine. Try to, try to do it with a little more excitement in your voice.
0: No, yeah, I understand uh, how that would rub you the wrong way. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I th- I think Shatner decided. What point in his career was that? I wonder. Oh,
1: judging by his voice, it was later. Ah, uh, Boston Legal era
0: would be oh, my guess. Oh, really? So he's really rich, really successful, beloved at this point. Probably. And some producers saying yeah, a little more excitement. But the best part is the guy's read back. <laughs> What a lot of doing is so, you know, sing songy amateurs, and that's just hilarious. And
2: the the talent of Shatner, his read back was remarkably similar to the bad read that the guy just
1: did. You know, Jack, I get your point. That he he could have let him up off the floor, but he obviously <laughs> made the decision. No, you're leaving this room.
0: He had her. You're he, done. He had the guy up to his waist in a hole, and he's beating him with a sack of rocks. <laughs> and he just <laughs> like an angry German wife. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nine nine. Stop the rocking hittens
0: information
1: this is the best of armstrong and getty
0: featuring our podcast one more thing available everywhere get more
1: info at armstrongandgetty.com paul simon one of my favorite songwriters certainly one of the great american songwriters of all time um, little, arguably the great american songwriter little, as if uh, you need to pick one little balding jewish guy that's the guy. Yep. He's sold his entire songwriting catalog, including classics like Bridge Over Troubled Water, Sound of Silence. It's still crazy after all these years. To Sony Music Publishing, the latest of these giant super
0: blockbuster uh, sales. For how much?
1: Uh I don't think the number is out, or if it's out, I haven't seen it. Uh, Bob Dylan sold his catalog of more than 600 songs, which is plenty, for more than $300 million uh neil young sold his for about 150 stevie Nicks got 100 million for a majority a majority of her rights so paul simon i mean it could easily be in the bob dylan range of 300 400 million
0: this all happened like in the last couple of weeks right why 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 now last few months anyway yeah
1: you know i think a lot of it is these classic rock gods are getting on in years and it's a giant payday
2: and there, there's also the transition of, we, we've seen this a lot in kind of the video streaming stuff, but uh, streaming platforms, the magnets that they need are content. If I am Sony streaming, I don't even know if they have a music streaming platform, but if I own the rights to all of this person's music and the only place you can get it is on my streaming thing, then I will get X amount more subscribers. Is that the way it's going it. to
0: work? Cause like, I I can get Bob Dylan music on my Apple. I don't know. I'm making parallels to the, like, oh, that the, would streaming, suck. the streaming if, wars. If it, if it goes the no, direction no. of, uh, the TV stuff where I can only watch Breaking Bad on Netflix, but I can only watch uh, uh, uh Game of Thrones on hobo or yeah or, yeah, yeah uh, if it becomes like can uh, I can only hear Dylan on my Apple but if I want to listen to Springsteen I've got to have the Spotify that would suck
1: you know I could be swinging and missing but as a guy who's been you know a student of the music industry for a long time I think it's partly that a guy like Paul Simon what is his catalog going to be worth in 30 years for his heirs? as opposed to a big payday invested now. Not I mean, much. Well, right, because streaming is so much worse a uh, stream of revenue than record sales ever were.
0: Well, and I think the lasting impact a lot of this music is going to be much less than a lot of hippies thought at the time.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, that's why I've resisted buying any music memorabilia. Even when I got to the point in my life where I could afford something really, really cool that would mean a lot to me, I realized, all right, this is just going to go down in value. Nobody's going to care much about Keith Richards in 25
0: years. They just won't. How is Stevie Nicks a third of what Bob Dylan's worth, though, for the catalog? How do he come up with these amounts? I don't know. Maybe it's like in
1: real estate where the first 2,000 square feet of a house are worth a certain amount. But once you get up past a certain square footage, it doesn't just keep going up. I sure. mean, a, an 8,000 square foot house is not worth 20% more than a, it's or, not a linear, a, whatever. 6,000. Right. Exact. Thank you, Sean. You uh, paid attention at least briefly in math class. I okay. That, that makes sense. Yeah, Yeah. well, Art Garfunkel doesn't really write songs, so he's got to be thinking, well, damn it, I wish I'd learned to write songs. That's a fun
2: name, Art Garfunkel. It is
1: fun. Everything about that is just a good time. It's got the Art Gar, so that's uh, Mm -hmm. assonance. You got funk. You can't say Garfunkel without saying funk. I've been saying that for years. Come on. Got a voice like an angel, Artie. But I don't want to bore anybody with music talk. I don't know. Although you know, it's funny when we do music-related one more things. Music fans love it. People that aren't don't.
2: Sports fans hate it.
1: Well, they can go to hell. Art Garfunkel, a hell of a third baseman too for the. Uh, but do we do for we, the Brooklyn curly heads?
0: But do we? But do we have any answer to this question? Is uh, whoever bought Bob Dylan's songs are they gonna like? You can't have them. They're mine, 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 all mine. They just sit in their house and listen to them over and over, and nobody else ever gets to hear one again? I mean, how does that work? That's what I'd do. Well, there are all sorts of different licensing levels for different uses of music. I mean, do you own them on them? If you wanted to be a jerk, could you buy Bob Dylan's catalog, and nobody gets to hear it anymore? Oh, uh, That's a great question.
2: Could I make it so the only place you could hear Bob Dylan is on a Peeps commercial?
0: Y- you, yeah, or, or you got to come to my house. You want to hear Like a Rolling Stone? Come over a Friday night. Otherwise, you're out of luck. <laughs> well, and, and listen, I tell you what, just to play out that idea, um,
1: if it's possible, I could see, you know, you'd, you'd have like a really nice place with fine food and wine and the rest of it, and then you'd do a little presentation on Paul Simon, Simon Garfunkel and his music, and the, it's the only place on earth then you could listen to the boxer. I mean, you could charge yuppies 15000 bucks to throw for this. Oh, sure. What about if I have a hologram Bob
2: Dylan singing it on stage while they're eating their fancy pants dinner? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. So do you remember... Welcome to the uh, Joe Giddy Bob Dylan Museum, the only place you can hear my music. (laughs) I'm thinking it was the late (laughs) 80s. The pork chops. They're good. (laughs) Hope you're enjoying the pork chops. Every night we have pork chops.
2: I get the
0: Nobel Prize for tenderness on my pork (laughs) chop. What was I going to say? I have no idea. I had something. Oh, do you remember? It was like late 80s, around, I'm guessing like around 1990, when Nike somehow got use of the Beatles song revolution and that was like super controversial because all the freaking hippies who the Beatles were, it's so important to. The fact that the music was now just used crassly to sell shoes, it was such a big deal. Now it just now it just seems stupid. Why wouldn't any song be used for any reason you want to use it for? Who cares? But it was like a big moment.
1: Yeah, I read an interview with Pete Townsend of The Who, and he 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 mentioned that, look, people bitch at me for selling Won't Get Fooled Again to GM for six months or whatever. (laughs) He says, I do something like that, I can do something purely for art's sake for the next year. Well, and who cares? screw you, it's my song. Who
0: cares on any level? Right. I don't care whether you use the money to to fund orphans or uh, buy cocaine, who cares?
2: (laughs)
1: Buy cocaine
2: for orphans.
0: Why would it bother anybody? (laughs) Keep the orphans
1: up all night. They're jabbering away.
0: Why would it bother anybody if their favorite song was used for a Ford truck commercial? Well, I don't it I doesn't think bother it me.
1: Has, it, it, it makes an emotional connection with you. It's art. It's it's authentic. It's the songwriter expressing themselves. And now they're trying to sell me a toaster
0: oven with it? It's grass it's terrible God, that's, I could' that's but, the argument. I could write a song about you know my father's death or something like really touching and close to me and if you used it for a peeps commercial and wanted to give me a million dollars, where do I sign sold.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Peeps does more advertising in your minds than than I think in reality you don't I have like, to advertise peeps everybody wants them,
0: especially music related advertisements somehow <laughs> on this podcast that's a that's a thing. <laughs>
1: The answer, my friend, is covered with pink sugar. (laughs) Hi, I'm Bob Dylan for Peeps. (laughs) getty this is the best of armstrong and getty so we we're talking about sea shanties it looks like chanties but it's pronounced shanties
0: even name of the ship was a pit to see the name of the ship was a belly
1: of tea the winds blew up her bird up below a blow my belly this is a good part right here soon may the waterman come to bring us sugar and tea
2: and rum one day when the tonguing is done we'll take our leave and go
1: Key <laughs> to God, wrong key sean oh, i don't i
2: have no idea about keys chords harmonies i don't know i try though
0: i try it's been so long since i've seen a girl <laughs> you're starting to look pretty good to me <laughs> yar <laughs> tis true uh, <coughs> so
1: uh i guess that's the trend on tiktok is people recording sea shanties and then singing harmonies to them of
0: the course of it. it is <clears throat>
2: hey it's the so,
1: thing that's getting traction these
2: Forty-eight hours on
1: the internet, it will change in thirty-six hours. COVID, you know, people are bored, I guess. But uh, I, you know, I like that. That was a groovy song. I've never heard that one before, and it occurred to me, I've only heard like a couple of sea shanties, and I wonder if you're like a uh, an old timey sailor or a you know a sea shanty fan. You hear what can you do with a drunken sailor, and it's like when I hear Stairway to Heaven, I'm thinking, oh God. Come on now. And the, the, the whoever says, oh, my God, I love that song. The grizzled old sailors are thinking, you're an idiot. <laughs> you, know, you know, this sea shanty is so overplayed.
2: So that song is called Wellerman. It's a New Zealand folk song that dates back to the mid-19th century with no discernible author.
0: That kind of song, is uh, that primarily what it is, sea shanty? That that kind of
3: Yeah, I think that's what it's called. Yeah, that style of music.
0: You hear it every now and then. Like, um, Ed Sheeran's got one on his latest album, that style of song. And it's cool, Yeah, Meeting a Girl and whatever, but it sounds just like that.
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah,
0: I've heard that song.
1: It seems to have some
2: parallel with, like, Irish drinking songs, but um, I don't know if those originated on ships in the first place. Who knows?
0: Irish drinking songs, but you repeat yourself. (laughs) Wow, that's
3: that's
1: just flat bigotry
0: right there. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're canceled. Get off the podcast. Racist. <laughs> Walk
0: the plank. <laughs> Got this note from Frank. It would Frank. have been miserable. Huh? Miserable in the best of circumstances to be on a boat for months at a time back in the old timey days. The a hell of a lot
1: harder and less comfortable work than almost anybody on the planet does. No, that's not true. Anybody in the Western world does right now.
0: Uh, I can't even imagine months at a time on one of those ships. Uh in the sixteen hundreds, seventeen hundreds, whatever it would just have been awful. Yeah. Oh
1: Micro ought to do that as a dirty job, huh? They'd Ooh. be loving him, Dusk till dawn.
0: Imagine one
2: of the being the, one of the first people to see like a giant sea squid and going back to your little village and trying to tell people what you saw and not sound like an insane person. Right. And or,
1: you know, maybe exaggerate just a little bit and they exaggerate just a little bit, and that that's how you end up with tales of sea monsters yeah. and horrifying beasts at the edge of the globe
0: oh, you'd be cold wet and dirty the entire time seasick oh my
1: god how often do you get to shower on this ship captain <laughs> you know it's
0: 1740 i'm tired. how often do you what no <laughs> i'm tired of eating the same thing every day and i have scurvy can we mix it up a little? When when do we have the boat drinks? Yar, we're eating fish. This wasn't on the brochure. <laughs> and when do the girls come out? Yeah, ah, I got bad news for you. Yeah, they uh, they didn't make it. Oh, sorry.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's a problem with the gangplank, and it's all dudes again this voyage. That's what you told us last time. <laughs> so, alert listener Frank sent this link along. Uh, there's a movie called Fisherman's Friends. It's a 2019 British rom-com. Uh, blah, 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 blah. The film is based on the true story. Of course, based on the true story can mean a lot of things. Sure. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a near literal retelling. It's 50-50 true. Or they found out the basic premise of something, then wrote a story. Um, but the film is based on a true story about Port Isaac's Fisherman's Friends, a group of Cornish fishermen who were signed by Universal Records and achieved a top ten hit with their debut album of traditional sea shanties. Hmm. That's interesting.
0: What year did that happen? Uh, the movie? The the uh, original.
1: I don't know. don't know. I don't know. Uh, the movie came starting... out in 2019, so, but it doesn't give the timetable.
0: Yeah, you've you've ruined that the premise for for years for me the whole based on a true story because that's the way texas chainsaw massacre starts or ends one of the two based on a true story and you're saying that's not that true
1: (laughs) yeah remember it was the guy who was the uh the big guy in texas chainsaw massacre who said guys soon as the movie starts it's an act of fiction or a work of fiction including the words this story happened that part is fiction <laughs>
0: there's no law that's allowed that says, <laughs> there's no law that says if the front first page of my book says this story is true that it's true
2: no the uh, the TV show Fargo plays a little fast and loose with that where the the initial one was trying to keep the same tone of the the Cohen brothers movie which was i believe based on a true story but the the rest of their stuff they they're Spun mm-hmm. out a whole cloth. They just say that at the beginning of each episode to give it that feel.
1: Gotcha. Huh. Sure. Uh, which, again, is allowed. Uh Back to your question, Jack. I did a little clicking around. The Fisherman's Friends got their deal with Universal Music in 2010. They've been performing locally since 1995.
0: Okay, I'll check that out. Probably on one of your streaming services. Yeah,
1: essentially uh, an acapella group, but they now include traditional s- simple instrumentation. Uh The Fisherman's Friends. Okay. Uh, check it out folks
0: and i'm not and kidding i'm going, going on, a,
1: on a sea shanty uh binge for
2: the rest of the day that, 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 i don't know that put a little tap in my toe today your,
0: your lack of uh haircuts and everything like that you could kind of pull off that whole i just got off a boat look if you wanted to it's
1: a little you got to be greasier though and uh and and pull it back like into a ponytail and, and you f- get and an eye patch oh, okay. and you got way too many teeth i mean like that's true that's way true. too many
0: God, what was I watching the other night wherever it was kind of an older documentary and everybody's teeth looked so terrible compared to today? I remember mm-hmm. it was. No, no, it wasn't that long ago. It was like interviewing older people in the 70s and stuff like that. Their teeth were horrifying compared to now what it is. You know, anybody that's on TV now, you get got the perfect teeth.
1: Well, horrifying, that's a strong word. No, I, mean, I mean, they it was have three-inch look... long fangs because to... that would be horrifying. It was pretty
0: hard to look at. They were just so b- brown to gray... And gnarled. I've become accustomed to everything being perfect all the time. It's weird. Yeah, yeah. Did you, did you put braces on all your kids? Um, I think,
1: I think both of the girls, quote unquote, needed them. Did they actually need them, or
0: just by modern uh, standards?
1: What opinion? the hell do I know? I, I really like my dentist. He's a great guy. I've never, even in the slightest, thought he was trying to upsell us or. Or anything like that. Um, and he recommended it pretty strongly, and we went to see the orthodontist. But uh, is it 20% a scam, half a scam, 10%? I don't know.
0: Well, I have a feeling that my kids will get braces like all, most of their friends have or going to also, just because everybody yeah. feels like they got to have perfect teeth all the time. It's really yeah. expensive, but, um, probably
2: more so now than ever in the whole selfie projecting your own brand out there sort of world it
0: it just it it, it made me realize watching the show now i'm to the point where if i see normal teeth i'm horrified normal teeth like this is what teeth are supposed to look like i see them on tv and it's like oh look how gray those teeth are well and you don't want to be
1: party to something if it's unhealthy but if you know your your kid grows up and they go to take a job uh, apply for a job and they got summer teeth and and that puts off the the hiring person. Then well, you that's have normal bad.
0: teeth. Teeth don't grow normally, perfectly straight. Nobody's no. do.
1: Nope.
0: But do I want to miss miss out on any enjoyment in life because I took a stand for crooked teeth? I mean, right? I, it's, it's a hell of a cause. It's a heck of a hill to die on. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, true story. Grandma, when I was four years old,
2: she said she could do a magic trick. Then she pulled out her teeth. I was four. <laughs> I was freaked out.
0: Oh boy!
1: I guess
2: did that's it. Did you
0: scream it. or what did you do? Yeah, I
1: think I did. I think I cried. It's like it's like the old joke. I bet you ten bucks I can bite my eye. Guy plucks out his. Oh jeez! Wow! His his glass eye, and he and he bites it. Then he bets the guy. I tell you what. I'll bet you a hundred dollars I can bite my other eye. And the guy tosses him a, a glass, and the guy catches it. So he realizes, okay, he's not totally mine. I'll bet you that 100 bucks he can't bite your other eye. So the guy takes out his false teeth and he <laughs> <laughs> bites his eye. That's pretty funny. Okay, That's ah, a fine way to make friends,
0: and I hope he bought around. And you only got to lose an eye and all your teeth to be able to pull that off yourself. <laughs>
3: And Getty. This is the best of Armstrong and Getty.
1: So I remember when smartphones first really caught on. We talked on the A and G show about parents constantly tracking their kids' locations and whether that was a good idea or not.
0: Yeah, and I have uh, friends who are very good people. I like. um Couldn't like them more. But I was uh, kind of interested uh, and astounded when I found out, like, the, for their college student, they would sit there and say, "Oh." They must have gotten out of class earlier, early because they're headed over to the... And this is in another city whoa, watching their whoa, college whoa. student that's like, hey, they left the dorm, they must be headed over to uh, science class, but they don't have science class today, they have that tomorrow, so it must be a lab or something, you know? Wow. Just just watching the every movement and speculating am... what their college kid is up to as they watch them.
1: Do these people talk to their children? But why... I have multiple issues with this. I thought we were going to talk about children. No, it's college student. Yeah. Wow. I don't, I don't want uh, that, that bothers me on a couple levels. I mean, you do whatever you want, but number one, they're an adult, sort of, kind of. They're doing the college thing. They need the freedom to bang around, make bad decisions, feel the repercussions, and, and just, and secondly, I don't want the responsibility. <laughs> Wouldn't it
0: only drive you crazy? Yes. Uh, t- t- yes. Tell me a plus side that would come out of that as the parent. One positive that would come out of that. I could catch my kid in a lie. You just spe- Where is that? They, they've been there all night long. That's not where they live. That's weird. You I better call them. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure that happens. Maybe it's because I'm an independent. Wait host, a second. The next night, they're in a different place that's not their home. What all is night. going on? That's very weird. Once my kids were capable of flight, I said, fly. Go ahead. If you need
1: help, let me know. I don't God, the whole hovering over the kids, the helicopter parent thing. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm missing something. But, uh yeah, high schoolers? Hmm. You've got terrible judgment in a lot of cases. I'm speaking about myself. Armed with the capability to really do harm, and they are under your roof? Yeah, I could see it. I could see it. I, I still think... Kids have to, you know, it's the whole, uh, how do you make good decisions? Wisdom. How do you get wisdom? Bad decisions. I mean, you can't interfere with that cycle.
0: Boy, I don't know. I was just thinking about it. My, my initial reaction was, yeah, I will do that. Um It's after school and you tell me you and your buddy are going to go do this and you're somewhere else. Um But on the other hand, don't you only get to play that card like once? Mm. In, unless yeah. you're gonna unless you're gonna make it mandatory that they carry their phone with them, I mean, at that point you're 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 putting an unbreakable tracking device on them. I mean, because right. the first time you bust them on it, it's they'll over. Just
1: go to Jim's house where they claim to be playing video games. They'll drop off their phones, then they'll go yeah. to the whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just, uh, too much surveillance is too much surveillance. If you have some kid on the edge, I guess, I don't know, maybe they've gotten busted a couple of times and you've told them one more time, blah, blah, blah. You know, do what's best for you. Obviously, the one size fits all advice is no good, no matter who it's coming from, including us, but uh, college kids. Oh, I, I hate that idea. Just hate it. I sure as hell would have hated it. Had us a college student, I would have gotten really, really creative about how to evade those systems.
0: Well, you do have one—you uh, have one clear way out of that, by the way. Uh, that would have worked for me. I have a job and have my own phone, um, so my parents have no way to track me.
1: There you go. Yeah. Uh, or I thought you were going to say, "Smash it with a hammer." Sorry.
0: <laughs> so, but anyway, uh,
1: my wife is on a long road trip with a friend. Uh, helping her out and uh, we decided she decided she uh, suggested do you want to enable each other's locations so you can track where i am because i told her i'm going to be really worried about you they're driving many many miles um and i said give me lots of updates on where you are and what progress you're you're making and if the weather's okay and the rest of it and she said well i will but you want to turn on our location devices and i said wow yeah cool
0: let's do it so i did here, was I, I mean, that a clever way of tracking you, or yeah, her I can't track... believe you just walked right into yeah, that track. Yeah, that, was, that was pretty well played on uh, Judy's a, part. It's the
1: giant cartoon sucker, is all she saw. <laughs> you know, at this point, Sean, I am the uh, I am the dog that can be let off leash. I am so thoroughly domesticated. There's no need anymore to uh, to put the uh, collar around my neck. Just staring at the can of food. She'll be back eventually. <laughs> exactly. Standing by the door, waiting, waiting. Waiting, waiting. Like my codependent dog. Yeah, I'm talking to you, Baxter. If you're listening, <laughs> um, he is so codependent. He, we were his third guardian or owner. The first several years of his life, I think, were not cool. Oh, mm. um, there are there are some signs of that. And, and his first family was going to take him to a kill shelter if he didn't get adopted. Um, you know, they'd put him down. And, and he's a, he's really an amazing dog in a lot of ways. Do you but, lord
0: that over him on a regular basis? Well. Do I need to tell you a story once oh, again oh, of a young God, puppy is, I knew?
1: That is so perverse. <laughs> that is so sick. But so this nice lady who worked with the original family that couldn't keep him said, you're not sending that dog to a kill shelter. I'm going to adopt him. I'm going to figure out what to do with him. But she had a small house and worked two jobs. So she would leave him alone in the, uh, uh uh, garage slash small backyard for like twelve hours no. every day. Yeah, and he's so a high energy, uh, high energy dog too, isn't? he? Oh yeah, man, yeah, yeah. He's half a herder and half a lab, um. And so yeah, and he just hated that. He got no mental stimulation. The rest of it, I think it's it's made him a little psycho. But, mm. So he would. He's still we, a good dog. Oh, he's great dog. But we didn't want him to be bored when we were when Judy and I were both working. So we'd. Uh, Put him out in the backyard. We got a nice big backyard and so he could run around, chase squirrels, sniff around, lay in the sun, whatever. But we discovered that he would stand at the gate waiting for us to pull in the driveway mm. the whole day. I would come home and be cold and pouring rain and he would be sitting there at the gate, a drowned rat. And he had a doghouse, he had a bed, he had a whole covered patio, but he'd stand there at
0: the gate waiting. Had a Nintendo Switch, <laughs> a little fridge, full of whatever beverage you want. A library of amusing literature in both English and French.
1: Exactly. Um, and, and he would just sit there uh. and wait. So anyway, so we'd let him stay in the house, and he turns out to be fine, but he sleeps all day like his uh, buddy, me. But anyway, so uh, I'm tracking my wife now as if she is a migrating oh you know what i almost said a animal that i should not have said it's a podcast it's fine i'm it's tracking her no 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 i'm tracking her like a migrating gazelle like a sleek beautiful lithe gazelle lithe that's a good word thank you i almost picked a different beast that's not so lithe and i realized the mistake in my ways wife... wow she's way south okay so all right. okay. okay, all right. Yes, yeah, she's uh, she's on uh, I five, Interstate five in California.
0: I think you should drop. Uh, I think you should go park in the parking lot of a strip club for like an hour, <laughs> as you watch Do news you know. on your phone. Do you now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's uh, almost a beautiful uh, Hanford, Visalia,
1: California. That's nice. Making some fine progress. Making good time. Making good time. <laughs> Carefully
0: drive she's over so- to Nevada. Park in the parking lot of a brothel. She's probably
1: in the right lane behind a slow-moving vehicle and not passing for some reason. <laughs> are we going to let them determine our speed the entire trip, or are you going to go around them? Ah, there we go.
3: Thanks for taking a shift
1: driving, but it's causing me more stress than driving.
0: My kids are familiar with my... That person doesn't have the guts to pass anybody, do they? The person that's front front of me who's behind somebody who's slow? They right. just don't have the guts to pass someone. No matter how slow they go, that person should not be driving. <laughs> yeah. It's either got to do just... the double pass if I want to. Right. Exactly. It's either lack of guts or just
1: pass passivity.
0: I don't know. Park in
1: a strip club for an hour. If I'm parked in a strip club for an hour, I'm going in the strip club. Yep. It takes the fun out of the gag. Um, you what are you going to deny a living? to exotic dancers, especially during the time of COVID, it's a good you point. Slap the uh, the tips out of their hands. Did strip clubs stay open during this, or are they closed? I know in some places they were called essential businesses
0: because which, of what? Because uh, bars have been closed. Uh, I don't know. Why would they be an essential business? Under what category? They serve food.
1: Athleticism. Oh, that's it. Yeah. They serve food.
0: Oh, um, yeah, and they exhibit an art. Art galleries are open. Exactly.
1: Are they? I don't even know. I don't, I don't know. even know what's happening in my county, my town, my state. Nobody does. And I've stopped paying nope. attention. Exactly. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. You do what you're going to do, and I'll be tracking you on my phone.
0: <laughs> Armstrong and Getty.